there, firm owners. I'm Ryan Lozanis, and you're listening to the Future Firm Accounting Podcast, the place where you'll get one actionable lesson each episode to help you fast track the growth of a modern, scalable firm without having to work 50 plus hours a week. Hope you're having a good week so far. And in today's episode, I want to talk a bit about how to increase your accounting firm's valuation. As I speak to more and more accounting firm owners, exiting their firm one day is something that is top of mind. In fact, a lot of firm owners I speak with are interested in selling in the next five to seven years. And given that your firm is likely one of your largest assets, we want to do what's possible to increase your firm's valuation to maximize your exit price. As someone who's had his accounting firm acquired, I have a bit of insight on this topic. On top of that, even before acquisition, I had a number of firms approach me to purchase my firm. So I do have a bit of sample data available. That being said, I won't get into any specifics of my deal in this episode in order to maintain confidentiality for the purchaser. One thing that people want to know is how an accounting firm is valued. The typical valuation for the longest time has been one times revenue. Why is this the typical valuation? I have no clue. But this is what the market typically has in mind and this is what the market is typically dictating. I also think that firms not keeping up with the changes can certainly slip below one times revenue to something like 0.7 or 0.8 times revenue. On the flip side, if you're running a modern firm and possess many of the things in this episode to help increase your firm's valuation, reaching above one times revenue is certainly very, very doable. That being said, I think there are some limits. I'm hearing some firms that think they can get five times revenue valuation just because they're cloud-based and because they have recurring revenues and liken themselves to a SaaS company. Honestly, this kind of valuation is not gonna happen unless you're doing something so incredibly unique that literally you're the only one doing it and that it's allowing you to corner your market at incredibly high profits. So what I can say is that you certainly should be aiming for above one times revenue. If you can get a 50% premium over what the market typically dictates as the norm, which is a one times revenue, then you're definitely on the right side of things. I'm not saying that's the limit, but if you can get that kind of premium, you're doing well. So what are the things that can help improve your firm's valuation? First, technology matters. Buyers paying a premium today don't want to be buying a manual, inefficient, paper-based operation. They want something that runs like a machine and usually that requires utilizing the latest technology. If you can operate virtually and have apps in place to help automate your processes, this is one factor that can help improve your valuation. At the same time, there's probably some limits to this here. A buyer won't do an incredibly deep dive on every app you use and unless you're doing something extraordinary with your technology, there's likely a cap to how much of a premium technology will provide in your valuation. However, if you've developed anything proprietary, something that can improve the customer experience or something that gives you specific efficiencies that no other firm can get, I think this could be one element that can significantly improve your valuation. I wouldn't get into software development just for the sake of it though. The second thing that greatly affects your valuation is your business model. A business built around a subscription model where all clients pay you monthly like clockwork will fetch you a higher valuation compared to one that bills by the hour and that has more lumpy revenues. Buyers like the predictability of recurring revenues and there's a premium available for that. Next is your firm's profitability. Like anything else, buyers want to buy a profitable business. The more profitable you are, the higher your valuation. 
If you're selling a firm with a 10% margin compared to one with a 40% margin, who do you think is going to be valued higher? If your margins are on the low end, focus on your pricing strategy to get your margins up before you start selling your firm. Fourth is the kind of clients you have. Buyers want to know about the size of your clients, how many you have, general industries, etc. They also look at the risk factor of those clients. For instance, let's say 50% of your revenues comes from one client. That's super risky for the buyer if that client leaves. So if you have a handful of clients that make up the majority of your revenues, perhaps you want to diversify things a bit to spread out the risk. The fifth thing that could make a big impact on your valuation is the synergies that you might be able to provide to the buyer. For instance, if you're providing automated cloud accounting services and the buyer focuses on advisory services, your offering may be a great complement to their offering as your clients might naturally flow into their offering, thus creating a lot of upsell and cross-sell opportunities for the buyer. If you want to increase your firm's valuation, focus on firms where your model can provide synergies to their model. The sixth thing that can help improve your valuation is your growth rates. If your firm is stagnant with little growth compared to a firm that's growing at a clip at 30% a year, the argument to increase your firm's valuation is much easier with the latter. Seventh, your marketing engine will play a role in your firm's valuation as well. If you're attracting 100 leads a month through your online marketing efforts such as blogging, or if your firm relies on non-predictable forms of marketing such as referrals, a buyer will place a much higher weight on the firm that has an engine behind it to generate leads. A good strategy not only for growth but for an improved valuation is to implement some marketing tactics that bring you a steady flow of business. Another factor that will impact your firm's valuation is just how tied the firm is to you personally. Are you serving all your clients? If you are, that will negatively affect things. You'll want to start delegating more so that your team is handling it all and maintaining those relationships. And the last thing I'll mention here that affects your valuation is how you structure the deal. For instance, if you want 100% cash upfront versus one that provides cash spread out through various periods, the cash upfront option will typically come with more risk to the buyer, so that will decrease your valuation. Likewise, if you've negotiated an earnout to earn part of the value of the firm based on certain milestones being hit, that means there's less risk to the buyer and they'll be willing to pay more for that. It also means greater risk to you, however. And there you have it, a non-exhaustive list of some of the things buyers look for and what you need to focus on to help improve your firm's valuation. Hopefully you can improve some of these to increase the value of one of your most precious assets. So that's it for today. Hopefully you found today's episode helpful. If you're looking for more free tips like this, be sure to join my weekly newsletter sent to over 4,000 firm leaders who want to design and implement an online scalable firm that supports their ideal lifestyle. You can sign up at www.futurefirm.co slash newsletter. Also, make sure to check out my new online coaching program, Future Firm Accelerate at www.futurefirmaccelerate.com, which now has over 150 modern firm owners as members who get coaching from myself, along with online learning and an awesome collaborative community that helps them fast track the growth of a modern scalable accounting firm without having to work 50 plus hours a week. Thanks a lot for tuning in and I'll see you next time.